0: Bad, and guess what happened? They divorced. Because he had this concept, oh, it's all about God and I'm so up here. But he failed to realize that the way he grew was also in relationship with his wife and other people. And so we've got to try and get that balance between being with God and connecting in a focused way and also just being ourselves and who we are, connecting with other people around us in that way. Well, today, this is what we're going to be doing. We're going to be developing some relational skills with other people. That's our focus on this occasion. Um, Last year when I was here, we spoke more about our relationship with God and connecting with Him, but this time we're going to connect more on our relationship with other people, how to do that better. And we're also going to be asking how we can improve in doing that, through being aware of some stuff, and how do we actually listen to people, because there's some basic insights that helped us to connect with people more. We're going to be journeying through that. So we're going to be looking at what the Bible says, that's a pretty good place to start, eh? And also, we're going to be engaging some practice exercises. So you can't just stay sitting down. You're going to be doing some stuff. Um, we're going to be doing some meditation-type things, practices. But we're also going to be learning how to listen to each other. And hopefully, we'll get through the whole thing within the next hour. Well, relationships. What do you think of when you see and hear the word relationships? Just think to yourself. It's a rhetorical question, so you don't have to answer it. No, no. But just think about. it. What do I think of? Do I think of boyfriend, girlfriend? Do I think of relationships with my parents? Do I think of relationships with friends? Relationship with my um, colleagues at school or you or wherever I'm at? Relationships with people I work with? Relationship with God? What do I think of when I think of the word relationships? Well, relationships are one thing in this world that we can't avoid. In fact, God himself is in relationship with himself. God. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. A Trinity picture of our God. Okay, everyone knows that? Basic 101 understanding of God. And he is in relationship with himself. Three different roles, same person, same essence, different functions in that. And so what we see is in the beginning, if you go back to the book of Genesis, what do we see? God having relationship with people. What's he doing in chapter 2? Creates people, doesn't he? So he creates people and he's made them for relationship. So when we go to Genesis 2, we see that it's all about our relationship with God. It's a relationship and connection with him. What happens in Genesis 3? Anyone tell me? The fall. What happened? The fall. The fall. Oh, can someone just fall down? (laughs) What do we mean by the fall? What are we talking about? Sin entering the world. Sin entering the world. Yeah. So what happens with that in our relationship with God? It it. It broke it. Yeah, it it disrupted it, and it's no longer the harmonious way that it used to be. So, we see that relationships are important. God is a God of relationship. We broke it, therefore it's about relationships going to be found in God. Don't you agree? He's the one who created relationships, just logically thinking it's going to be about Him. So, as we continue that journey, we want to think of ourselves, you know, How much is it that we need to restore in that relationship? And as you see through the Scriptures, we see in the Old Testament, just a quick, brief overview, God trying to connect with people all the time, doesn't he? He tries to reach out to his people through Abraham, through other people. Then he connects in the New Testament with Jesus. And we see this struggle and this disparity between us and God constantly, in that sense. So as we are trying to restore our relationship, and that's what happens... We try to want to restore our relationship with God. There's something within us that knows that things aren't quite right, aren't we? You get that sense? There's something just not quite right. I don't always feel good about myself. I don't feel comfortable and connected. Does that make sense? I don't always feel like things are going right. And I just know there's something not quite right here. That's the disjoint between the now and not yet. We're not quite in heaven yet, where perfections come, and but we're still on our way, and we're sort of the reality of the world in which we live as well. So... We're not always aware of what's happening around us. We want to be restored with Christ, and we sort of work out, how do I do that? Well, I want us to focus on a passage of Scripture today, Philippians 2, 1-4. And it says, Therefore, if you, talking to the believers at Philippi, so people like yourself, if you have any encouragement from being united with Christ, so in relationship with Christ, if any comfort from his love, If any common sharing in the Spirit, so there's another connection there with with the Spirit of Christ, if any tenderness and compassion, then make my joy complete by being like-minded, having the same love, being one in spirit and of one mind. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourselves, not looking to your own interests, but each of you to the interests of others. (laughs) Can you hear what he's really saying here? This isn't about us, is it? When we try to find relationship, we often try to fill a void in our life, don't we? We have a fear or an anxiety or a sense of jealousy of someone else. They're always they're part of the cool group. Um, you know, they're the populars. You know those sort of those sort of groups, and we sort of feel like, hey, I'm just a nobody, and we feel insignificant. But what Paul's trying to help us to understand here that relationship is found in a servant attitude. In other words. The way we connect with other people in a serving way will help us connect with God. Now, that's hard to do today, isn't it? It's pretty hard to do. Because when we try to connect with people, how often? do we tend to do it now? What's your generation tend to connect with people mostly? How do you do it? Social media. Social media, yeah. So Facebook and Instagram, Snapchat, all that. And so when we come to this relationship and connection... A lot of the times we're doing it distantly. In other words, we're not physically present with each other as we used to be. And so we have this, what we call a distance in our relationship. But I guess the question is, how do we live selflessly in our relationship when we've got this distance? Well, I want us to start to think today that there's something about presence. Something about presence. Have you heard that word before? presence of God, being present with somebody else, I think that's a really important thing when it comes to relationship because we see it in the Bible. When Adam and Eve were first created in Genesis 1 and lived in Genesis 2, we see them there in relationship with God, walking next to each other with God. God's walking along and he's going, Hey, Adam and Eve, where are you? You know, and he's talking to them. So there's this connection that we have. When sin entered the world in Genesis 3, that relationship broke and there was this separation. If you read Genesis 3, you'll see there's this direct separation between God and his people at that point in time. Yet he was still there somehow. (coughs) And so he keeps trying to connect with people and he keeps trying to reach out and connect in that relationship and be present with them. And so when we get to the Old Testament, we see some pictures like the um, Ark of the Covenant. You heard of that? Um, The tabernacle, big word. Anyone heard of that one? The tabernacle was a tent that went around which housed the Ark of the Covenant where God was believed to dwell. Now... We know God didn't just dwell there. But there was a sense of his presence was physically seen in a visual representation of him. And we see in the tabernacle, God would manifest himself. He'd make himself plain. Hey, I am here, guys. You know, And there's this sort of relational connection that happened. When we get to the New Testament, how does God show himself fully? <clears throat> Through Jesus, yeah. Sunday school answer. You can never go wrong if you say Jesus has the answer, can you? So Jesus comes down face to face with us. The presence of God is a relationship where he comes face to face with you. And he continues that through the Holy Spirit, doesn't he? So he sends his Holy Spirit. When Jesus goes back up to heaven, he continues that connection with us through the Holy Spirit. And 1 Corinthians 3.16 says that you are now the temple. In other words, you're the visible representation of God because the Holy Spirit lives in you. Okay, does that make sense? Yeah. So you carry the Holy Spirit. You are the visible representation of God. And Paul is saying, in humility, you need to be there for other people. But we know that our generation, this generation, as it was with my generation, we try to find relationship by meeting our own needs, don't we? <laughs> that we make it look that we look good, that we feel good, that we, we're important. And we place relationship on our importance... with our peers and with other people instead of actually taking the attitude that Jesus did which he served people. And Philippians 2 picks that up, doesn't it? Are are you with me? Are you connecting? There's this sense. What we're doing is we're talking theology now, okay? We're putting theology together and building a picture of what this means for us because we're going to do some stuff in a minute but we want to know why we're doing it. We don't just do it because we think it's a good idea because the world's doing it, everyone's doing it. We do it because there's a picture from the Bible that shows us in that. And so what we see here is we see this picture of giving to others because we represent Jesus, the Holy Spirit's in us. So therefore, if we are the presence of God, we need to presence ourselves with other people. We need to be present with them. But that's pretty hard to do when we're always doing um, social media. It's hard to be really present on there. You can, to a degree, but it gets a bit limited in that way. Uh, can we get some yeah. oh, fan on? Sorry. Is there such a fan? Yeah. Ball? Or is it over here? So I just get a little hot? Or air corners? Thanks, Andrew. I'll leave Andrew to do that. I get that. So. so what I want us to do today... <laughs> what I want us to do today is think of that concept that I am God's representation. I am his presence. His Holy Spirit dwells in me. And I'm here to serve others. How do I serve others in relationship? Because often we think of relationships about me. But as we saw in Philippians 2, it's actually about what we give to others. Don't look at our own interests, but look at the interests of others. So if all of us are wanting relationship, <coughs> then that means, Andrew for instance, I want to serve him in relationship and be there for him. Now that's different to the world in which we live that says it's all about me and what I want. I'm a person, I have needs, it's all about me. If you heard that? You probably get that as messages on TV. You get those messages from all sorts of places and it becomes about us. So what we want to do today is we want to start to develop an awareness. An awareness of our own self in our relationship with others. And we're just going to do an exercise to start us off with that. Are you all ready to do an exercise with
1: that? Yeah.
0: Okay. You know, I might, might get you to stand up since it's so hot in here. I'm going to do this exercise. Okay. So we're going to do an awareness exercise. And you're going to be quiet doing this. And you're going to become aware of what's happening around you. So I'm going to ask you to close your eyes not because something scary is going to happen, but so you can shut off one of your senses. Because what we're going to do is we're going to get in touch with all the senses that God has given us physiologically and emotionally. Okay? So close your eyes now and stand there. I want you to become aware of a certain sense. I'm going to tell you a sense and I want you to become and focus on that particular sense. I want you to just focus on what you're feeling at the moment. Like I know what I'm feeling, I'm feeling hot, I'm feeling sweaty, um, it's, yeah, it's humid. So I want you to just sense and feel, get in that space of just feeling. Maybe you can feel the floor, maybe you can feel the air, maybe there's a fan on you now, maybe there's air conditioning. Just keep your eyes closed and focus on that one particular feeling at the moment, the physical responses that have. Maybe you're feeling a bit tense in the back of your neck, Get in touch with that. Okay, if you're feeling that. Now what I want you to do is I want you to now add on taste. Is your mouth dry? Maybe there's some flavour. Leftover meat from lunch, perhaps. Oh, there's something in the back of my mouth at the moment with tongue. Oh, yeah, that's good. I just want you to be, think of taste and what's going on for you in your mouth and what's going on. Think that taste. Now I want you to add on smell. <laughs> <laughs> Just naturally smell, maybe the smells around you. Some of them are good, maybe some aren't so good. We <laughs> won't talk about those ones.
1: <laughs>
0: Just want you to get a sense of the smell that's around you at the moment.
1: <laughs> Now
0: I want you to just hear, and just focus on what you're hearing at the moment.
1: There's
0: people talking, maybe there's some noises outside. Just really start to expand what you're hearing beyond just in your space. open your eyes and expand to the fifth sense, and just look around and look at things you didn't notice before. Maybe things on other people you thought, oh, I never saw like wearing that, or just looking around the corners of the room, different things.
1: Okay,
0: you can take a seat. of things that you were aware of at that point, but until I directed you to do that, you weren't aware of them. Now I want to encourage you, if you want to expand your opportunity in relationship and be able to read situations of relationships, we need to actually get in touch with how God's designed us with all our senses. And so it's really helpful to do that maybe once a day. Just do something of that nature, sit in your room or your bed, and just get this sense of awareness. Now adding on to those five senses, you then start to build in, where's God within that? God, what are you saying to me? As you come in contact with all those senses that God has given you in the physical, then you add on the sixth sense, which is that spiritual side. And you then start to think, okay, God, I'm in touch, I'm I'm here, I'm present with you, as I'm present with myself, and therefore I can be present with you to hear what you want to say and do through me at this particular time. So, I encourage you, practice that. Philippians 2 talk to us about humility. To be able to listen to other people, we need to be aware of what's happening in ourselves as well. Because often what happens, and you've probably had this um, when you're listening to someone, you have a conversation with someone, and you talk about your weekend, okay? And what inevitably happens is that person starts talking about their weekend. Have you had that? Yeah, Yeah. and you think, oh no, wasn't I talking? Didn't I have the space? Wasn't I here at this point in time? Wasn't I the one present at this point? And this other person stepping in. Now, that person most likely is stepping in out of their own fears, their own anxieties, their own wanting to be noticed, their own need. All those things arise in us when we hear different things. And when we hear different words or we hear a different situation, we are what we call triggered. We're triggered by different things. They're, dis- they're, tr- they're, tr- they're distractions in our world. So not only do we have multimedia that's distracting us, but all those voices, all those visuals that we have, all those um, verbal, audio things that we've had, all the feelings that we've had in our body, the smells, the tastes, all that comes flooding in when we try to presence ourselves with someone to be aware of our relationship with them. But unfortunately, we often switch off, don't we? So what happens for us is when we're in a conversation... Can I you... So I mean, I'm in a conversation, I want you to tell me about your weekend at Easter. Tell me about Easter. Had a lovely Easter. Didn't go away. Didn't you? Co- at home. I stayed at home, too, actually. I didn't really, really go away. So, yeah. Oh, okay. But it was a good, yeah, we had a great Easter. Oh, you did? Yeah, yeah, it was really good. And we had some really good chocolate eggs oh, wow. and all but that, I that stuff. I didn't get any Easter eggs. No. Didn't you? Oh, no. uh, Yeah, well, I got heaps. I got this huge bunny like this. And, you know, it was really cool, you know? Uh, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah. Do you want to know about my weekend? Oh, well, not really, because it's all about me. <laughs> okay, can you see what happens? Isn't, you probably can see yourself in that. We, we flip it. We flip it round instead of actually being present for the other person. Now, I might, might do it a bit different this time, so we can at least model it to see, okay, what's it mean? So, okay, I'll, I'll ask you for real. What? Tell me about your weekend this time. Uh, well, it was good. Four days, it was a good thing. Church on Friday, Sunday.
1: Yep. I was involved a lot on Friday. Okay. more relaxed Sunday. Okay. All of Saturday free. Okay. Actually no, Come I had, I went axe throwing we through axes. Oh. Yeah. Oh. So, um like it was a safe throwing of axes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's a place in Sydney that it was for a friend who's getting married okay. and we had a double elimination tournament okay. and I came third out of 18.
0: Wow. So
1: I was, yeah I'm a natural axe thrower <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Okay. 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 Did I speak much then? No. no, I didn't speak at all. That's what we talk about with presencing. So presencing is, I could have said a lot of stuff then. Axe throwing, mate, I was, I was there, I was about to say, oh, yeah, I'd love to do that. And I thought, hold oh, no, on, no, I don't need to. I need to be present with Andrew and just listen to what he's saying. Now, I'm sure when you heard that, I heard people go, oh, axe throwing, oh,
1: wow, yeah, yeah.
0: And everyone starts talking. That's the trigger. It's like, Wow, that's really cool. And then we're triggered to think, oh, and then we go thinking, I wonder what that looks like. Instead of just staying with Andrew and presencing us. Does that make sense? And it's a trick, it's a skill to try and get to that place where we really are in a really good relationship with someone, we just presence ourselves with them. Just be there with them. You know, it, it, it takes time to develop that. But being aware of ourselves, being aware of what's happening in our environment, within ourselves, affects that. So those things we talk about that we're triggered by, or those distractions, um, There's this lady called Lynn Babes and she talks about the word parking. Now who's got their licence? Okay, you'll know about parking. Those who have not yet got their licence will learn about parking. But parking is basically you put things to the side. You get your car off the road, you put it on the side, no longer it's in the throw of traffic. What we've got to do is those thoughts that are going through our minds, those distractions, those triggers, we need to park them and put them to the side. So we've got to become, firstly, aware of them, then to park them to the side so we can be present with somebody and in that presence, we serve them and we listen to them. And when we listen to them, we serve them and we are Christ to that person. We presence them. Does that make sense? So we really are Jesus to that person by listening to what's happening. As God listens to us, He accommodates us, we need to accommodate the other person in all the stuff that's going on for them. And so I, I encourage you, we're going to practice some listening. <laughs> because we're just not really good at it. In fact, if you go on to uh, Facebook and someone posts up a posting, you know, oh, yeah, I just had a baby or just got married or um, just got my first new iPhone, then someone else says, oh, I got the new iPhones too. And you think, hold on, you didn't really listen. Because all of a sudden they've talked about themselves, haven't they? When they type up, got my new iPhone. I got one too. Or, hey, my daughter just got married too. Or whatever it is. So it's really trying to think okay, what's a, what's a good response in my relationship with this person that serves them so that it doesn't become about me? Because becoming about me becomes self focused, and that's not what God's talking about in Philippians 2. Paul's saying to us to be present, humble ourselves. In other words, put ourselves down here below that person. Don't make yourself the centre of attention. Put yourself here and serve them. Now there's a lot of voices in our world. When we think about listening, I look at it as a bit like an iceberg. So what we see in an iceberg is that little bit at the top. okay? but we all know beneath the ice at the top is all this ice down the bottom. There's another part of life. So how we are acting now in this room, what we're seeing of each other, we're only seeing this bit. We're not seeing what people are feeling at the moment, We're not seeing why they're acting as they are because of those feelings. And these are the things that we want to listen to in relationship. Some of them we will say, some of them we won't. It takes wisdom to realise, okay, as I sit with somebody. So as I sit, I want to try and think, okay, I wonder what's happening for this person? Because I want to serve them. I want to be present for them. I want to be Jesus to them. I want to be that temple that 1 Corinthians 3.16 says I am. I'm a living temple. I'm here. I'm the presence of God for other people. And as I'm in that presence, I want to be able to hear what's going on for them and see what's going on beneath the surface, their values, their beliefs, what's going on. Maybe it's something hard in their life that they're being challenged by is why they're they're having this feeling in this way. And by good listening, this is what we uncover. This is where relationship really happens. This is good relationship. But often we just at this surface, don't we? We just go, oh, yeah, that person's acting like that. They're probably just an idiot. So I won't even worry about engaging them in relationship. And then what happens is, people are misread, they get bullied, they get ostracised, they're isolated, and no one understands them. There's people in this room may be like that. You might feel like that in relationship. But I'm hoping we can transform a generation of people to start to think, okay, it begins with me presenting myself for someone else, even if they're not going to do it for me. Because that's the message of Jesus. He gave of his life. Easter was all about that. He gave himself. He didn't ask for anything in return. He gives us a model of that on the cross. And so we had that model there for us as well. So I want us to sort of start to think of what are we feeling, not just in ourselves, but what are we hearing in someone else in their feelings? Now, there's research to show that people who are able to express their feelings better are more resilient in life better in life if they can express their feelings. I want you to just turn to the person next to you. I want you to think of five words, five words that you're feeling right now, okay? We want to expand our feeling words to your five words and say to the other person next to you, just grab someone. Back to the group now. How'd you go? Was that easy? Some people it's easy? Did some people struggle with that? Yeah. If you're struggling with that, I want to encourage you, if you want to advance in being able to share and understand emotion, go on to Google and just Google emotive words, emotional words. And you'll go on there and you'll have a whole lot of words that you can just read and learn to expand. Generally, we haven't learned how to speak emotionally but God speaks God's a speaking God in Genesis 1 how does he begin creation? he speaks so the way we express ourselves is through words so a relationship is about words as God spoke we need to speak and so we need to expand that sense of feeling that comes out what's going on in here and so to be able to express that why we want to do that and expand our own repertoire of words is so we can connect with other people and hear what they're saying, because sometimes they can't get a word to say what they're going, what's going on for them. They might be struggling with something and they say, oh, I don't know how I'm feeling, and you go, Well, what I'm hearing is it sounds like you're in turmoil, <coughs> and they go, Yeah, turmoil. And sometimes it's helpful for us to give a word, and then they can connect with that, and then it gives them expression and understanding. And so we've served them because we've helped them with their words. Is that making sense? So we can serve them in little ways, we can serve them in deeper ways. So what we're going to gain today is going to help us to start to develop our skill of listening in more ways than one. Okay, what I want you to do is I want you to partner up. So if you haven't got a partner, find someone. So try and just have one partner each. So if you, if you don't, find someone you don't know is good. So I want you to get those partners. I want you to get next to each other.
1: Face each other. Yeah. <laughs> if you
0: haven't got a partner, you hand up, Andrew will come and partner Okay. There someone there? Anyone else not got a partner? Yeah, there's someone up there. Anyone else who hasn't got a partner? Who's
1: three? You're going? Okay, you've got someone? You want
0: to go down? Okay. Yep. to come down okay. there? Okay, you're right. Got someone? Yep. Okay, cool. Sure. Sure. <laughs> you still listening? You had? You right? You good? Okay. Now this is where we get serious, okay? This is where we get serious. I what I want you to learn to do, we're going to do some skill building in serving someone else, and I'm going to get you to just listen to the other person
1: without comment.
0: Okay. <laughs> now let's see how good you go with this. It's really helpful when we're when listening to somebody is to face them. So, Andrew, can I use you again? Or something? So, I'll grab a chair if you grab a chair. <laughs> and uh, if you can, sometimes this can be a bit too too threatening for some people. So, you've got to adjust it depending on the context. But if I was really wanting to have a DNM with, with Andrew, I'd sit here like this with him. And I'd be square on, I'd be open, so I'm not closed up like this, just going to be slightly leaning, going to have eye contact, I'm going to be relaxed, okay? So I'm just going to sort of sit like that, I'm going to be like in this relationship. So I'm presencing myself with Andrew, I'm saying, okay, I'm here for you, I'm really here for you, mate, I've got that contact. Now, you don't want to beam them out, you know, with your eyes, so you've got to sort of adjust that, so it's about adjusting out the way we're present. Like, if you read the narrative of Jesus, when he presents himself, when he incarnated himself in this world, he came and he connected with people in physical ways, connecting directly with them. He was there with them. He didn't sort of stand over there with his back to them. That's how God's given us a face. So we've got to be present in that way. Now, in some places, it may be more appropriate just to go a bit on the side. Um, In some cultures, and just talk a little bit like that. So maybe that's a gender thing, or it could be a cultural thing, but you've got to work that out. Um, But you want to try and at least get eye contact with that person and maybe you need to look away every now and then because it can be a bit awkward. You've got to learn to read that awkwardness. Okay? So I want you to get into what we call solar S O L E R. Square on, open, leaning, eye contact and relaxed. Or what's appropriate from that. Okay? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank Space on the floor, if you want
1: to there. there? Is there works? Okay. 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 can I take your attention for a minute?
0: Okay. What I'm going to do is, we're going to just do some practicing. So, I'm going to walk around and see how people are going. Okay, I'm not going to say anything, I'm just going to walk around, get a bit of a feel for how you're going, and then i will give a general comment at the end. Okay, what are we talking about? So what I'm going to be doing is you're going to be just sitting in that solar position with that other person, and one of you is going to be the speaker, and one of you is going to be the listener. For about five minutes. Then, we're going to swap around. Okay, so I'll I'll do a timer for five minutes and then we'll swap around. So I just want you to feel like you can just speak as much as you want, say whatever you want for five minutes and the other person, are you listening? That other person has to show that they're present for that person. That they're just there with them, okay? Thinking of that sense, I'm Christ's presence, I'm here with this person, I'm serving them just to listen because we, a lot of us don't feel listened to in our world. Sometimes from our parents, our siblings, our teachers, we just don't feel listened to. This is a chance for you to feel just listened to where you have the floor in that way. Uh, I know in our household we have four kids and we're at the table, there's six of us, and there's this battle to who's going to take the floor and have the time. It's a battle that goes on. And it's like this competition. But we need to just say no. Okay, who's next? Let's listen to them. And so my wife and I, we say, okay, so and so speaking now, and we do it that way. We're not doing that, but we're just going to say, okay, let's give that person a sign. These are the topics that you get a chance to choose from. Okay? Okay. Okay, Okay. well, as you do, stop for a second. Someone say, I'm going to be the speaker. Okay, quiet. Quiet, you need instruction. Okay, we're just giving instruction. Okay, instruction, and then you can speak. So you get to choose as the speaker. Just someone put their hand up and say, I'm going to be the speaker. Don't worry, we each get a turn, so that's no problem. So someone's please the speaker to start. Don't tell them what you're going to talk about yet. Okay? But you can choose, I'm going to start talking about same-sex marriage, maybe all the feelings I have about that. Maybe increased censorship on movies. You know, those Disney movies, they should be m You know, they're too 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 graphic. Um, Australian immigration policy. How uh, that works. Who can come in? Who can't? The visas that have just been knocked out. Let's get rid of the HSC. Who wants to do that? Shh. Um, sex before marriage, is that a good or bad thing? Why not? What's the problem? And Or parents control over your phone. You know, that's a big one. You know, uh, why should they take my the phone away? Okay, so, you as the speaker, you as the speaker can say or do, or well you can't do, but you can say whatever you feel about any of those. What you say could be wrong. doesn't matter. You've just got to say it. Are you listening? Sorry, some people are struggling already to listen. Okay. And the other person's just got to sit there and listen. Okay? So I'm just going to ask you to, right now, to get in the mode, just look at the other person you're going to talk to. Okay, just look at them. Okay. That's appropriately. Did I say talk? I shouldn't hear anything at the moment.
1: Last yeah. question. Do we have to talk about the same topic?
0: No. Okay, So cool. No. So where at the end of the five minutes you will get a chance to talk about the topic you want to talk about. But at the moment you, as the speaker, get to choose your topic and you can talk whatever you want and you can say whatever you think about it. Um, you know, you might think, yeah, that's okay, yeah, that's okay. You, you can say whatever you want, but just talk for five minutes why. Say, so, yeah, this is what I think about, you know. Same sex marriage, yeah it's pretty cool. You know all those things. Uh topics conversation. No, you choose one topic and that's what you're talking about. Okay? That's like a five minute speech. I'm gonna time you. Okay? There should be no speaking at the moment. I don't believe you Silence. Okay. That's Italian for silence. I hope so. Uh, Any Italian team? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Okay. So you're the speaker. You have five minutes to speak. You can just say whatever you like. Just start on your topic. And that other person is just going to sit there and not talk. If you're not the speaker, you can't talk. Let's see how you go, okay? Go. I
1: think it's all a, a to the a I I'm get a name, and I'm going a principal self-computer. But you can't really yeah. have a that family the direction when you have that mark and it says, Oh, you kind of You should advocate at head schools. You're around so yeah, the schools, advocating at head of like to so, mm-hmm, I've been in the school, and 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 the school, and i have been in the school and i have i have been i i have been i i have been
0: Okay, before we swap, we didn't do five minutes. Isn't it interesting how some of us can talk and some of us can't? It's fascinating. Isn't it interesting how some people are able to talk without touching and some people have to touch and get attention? Because that's what I was noticing. Some people were hitting and touching. Some people were fiddling with their badges. Some people weren't even looking at the person looking away. It's fascinating, isn't it? It's hard to listen when we're not trained to do it. It's a bit like putting on a new shoe. When we're not used to this strategy and we're not used to this skill, it can feel really awkward and like, oh, yeah, I don't like this. Oh, do I have to do this? Oh, yeah, you know. And, and it's, just, it's like a new shoe. It feels funny. It feels odd and until you get used to it. Uh, but I want to tell you the skills that I'm teaching you are so important in relationship. The way we do and connect with others is about being present with them. So, as we swap this time, we didn't do the full four, five minutes that time, because I noticed some people said, oh, I can't keep really talking. So, we're just going to do a little bit less, because I want you to do some reflection afterwards. So, I'm going to get you to swap over, pick one of those. You And still, we're going to do three minutes, because that's what you did then. You've got three minutes to speak, okay? And we're swapping around, okay? So, go, three minutes.
1: It's tempting, eh? Just, like a seminar this afternoon about last night's I mean, like It seems really fun. <crusades> <yim>... Uh, uh, it's really kind of like fast food in my mind, like I would feel like they have gone so bad like on Easter Sunday after church when we've got hotcakes like so good and then like afterwards I was like yeah, I feel disgusting. And I, I think that's what happened with sex, seriously. Like if God's real and he made it and he knows what it's for and not real sex unless it's someone who you've committed to the online. So, like, sex without marriage, without the ring, without commitment, it's like, big mess. It's not a real burger. It's like a cheap one. It's not a burger. So, you get the feeling, you get the, like, it's kind of like a quick link. Like, it's not, it's not real sex, because sex is, um, intimacy between man and woman but with God and with his blessing with his love and, and like why well, did sexual acts marry and now married and it's so much deeper and it's physical, emotional, and spiritual. Being married is such a commitment. It's outside it really cheapens it like you miss out. I realised it's not everyone's value, it's not the church, it's the belief. It's like, it's like a community mate, twenty-eight. it's ridiculous, it's ridiculous, it's ridiculous. It's a the church, it's holidays, and like, they're holiday. they think that that's just a part of their life. They said that on the 18th, now they're 28, wanting to get married, wanting to have kids, and it's like, you can't just change kind of train themselves to like, you know, be, like, you know, like scandalous like, just you know, jump into anything they want to put a grill, the grill. they probably want to find sex more and like, I was horrified like, a few months ago hearing of like, schoolmates and they develop developed like, or whatever, like at a sex addiction or like, an additional like girlfriend and they can't even hold it the relationship because like they've never treated relationships with love like and death well, I'd like, say well, there's going to be greater depth to it You know, you, I mean the main main thing you're doing is cheating on is life. The big risk is, is what if you don't know. That's someone else's life. That's someone else's life. Um, she's not you haven't laid down your life, you haven't chosen to be there for her for the rest of your life. Um, and so that, that's the risk, but the, the other disappointment where it falls short is you're still not committed. You're not truly giving your whole self. You're saying, oh, I just want the sex without the commitment. I just want the feeling. I want it to without the like, Okay, let's so, stop it there. Yeah,
0: that was fascinating. Because huh? no, once I made you aware of some of the things action. you were doing last time, some of those things didn't happen this time. Some new things happened. There were still people argy-barging and doing different things um, and still being distracted a bit. But there was a lot more people more focused that time because she'd become aware of it. And so it's important for us to become aware of those situations and think, OK, what's happening inside me that I can presence myself with this other person and serve them that I'm not? Is it the heat that's just distracting me too much? Sometimes that is. It's, it's being aware of our circumstances. That's why I can't listen. Um, and I want to be able to listen, but I can't. And so sometimes it's helpful just to say that to the person. Say, look, I really want to be able to listen more, but I'm feeling tired or I'm feeling it's hot at the moment and it's hard to listen. And we can get distracted in that way. We're going to do a game now because I think we need to focus on distraction. And what I wanted to do is I want you to stand up and it's a game which I'm going to tell you to sit down if you lose, okay? If you're losing, it's you two, as people, are competing against me, okay? And the winner wins these beautiful biscuits. <laughs> who, who would like those beautiful biscuits? Yeah. So you're, you're up to those. Okay, so what this is how the game goes. You're going to listen to that other person and you're not going to be distracted. You're going to stay focused on them and just keep looking at them like this and go nodding and listening as they speak. Okay? You're just going to stay nodding, and you're going to stay focused on them. And I'm going to come up and try and distract you. So I'll let you guys just start sort of talking and listening. Speak very clever. listen, to and then I'm going to come up and distract them
1: and say, oh, you
0: know, whatever I'm going to do. Okay? So what you're going to talk about is, you, I want you to talk about your family. Yep. Yeah? Are you trying to... That? Any of you? If, any, if anybody in your duo, or trio in some cases, doesn't isn't looking at each other, I will say you're out. And you have to sit down, okay? You've got to stay eye contact, focus, with no distraction. Okay, we're fine tuning our ability to dismiss it. Okay. I haven't started yet.
1: So I'm going to come round. And if you
0: are the last one standing, you win the Beautiful Biscuits, with your friend. So just stay focused, eye contact,
1: don't let me distract you, and go! (laughs) Second floor.
0: Think. Oh no, I'm going to learn. Remember, it was the last person. That was the rule. I do play dirty. Tactics. Okay. I want you to think about what you've been doing today, and think about some of your growth areas in your life. Think of some of the things. Maybe you know you keep putting your own stuff into it. You're thinking things where you should just be present with the person. So we didn't do reflective listening. We just did presencing today. Um, but that's something else we can do. How do we reflect back what we're hearing? That's another skill. That's another level of learning and listening and being humble with that other person. Maybe not being present, being distracted. Some people were pretty good with that for a while, but we have to start to be aware, what am I going to get distracted by so that I don't get distracted by? Maybe things in our life, maybe I have just had a bad um, teacher or class or whatever and I can't be present, and you've got to be aware of that. What are those things that are there? Not always going to get be successful, but at least we can learn and start to grow and be reflective. Um, maybe we're not reflecting accurately. Maybe I'm not sitting in presence. Um, I'm bothered by tiredness or temperature, environment, or I just think oh, I was a waste of time of conversation with this person. Meaning we don't value them if we think that. So our attitude and the things are going on. So I want you to think about some of the things for you that you've done today, as you become aware of them in your own life. As we finish up. This is what Paul says after he spoke in verse 4. He said, In your relationship with one another, have the same mindset as Christ Jesus. So, our attitude is going to come from our heart, our mind, our understanding. And he says there, Jesus, who being in very nature God, did not consider equality with God something to be used to his own advantage. Rather, he made himself nothing but taking the very nature of a servant being made in human likeness. In other words, you're a servant to the people around you. And being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, even death on a cross. And that doesn't mean we have to go to a cross, but it talks about sacrifice. We're willing to sacrifice something of ourself and our needs for the sake of that other person. Therefore, God exalted Jesus to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee shall bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. When we lower ourselves and humble ourselves with others, God's the one that lifts us up. He's the one that gives us what we need in our life. He's the one that lifts us, not us. And it's about us presencing ourselves in that way. Does that make sense? I hope you've gained something from today. I hope it's been helpful. Um, Just a real practical thing just to take. But I want to encourage you, keep practising. Because it's about a journey. It's about a journey. I haven't arrived. I'm not always good at it. Um, But just keep working on some of those skills that you can take away today. Even if you just learn on being present with someone this afternoon, just say, I'm just going to sit and listen to this person for three minutes, even if you can't do it for five. Just listen for three minutes to that person. See how you go. um, Anyway, let me pray. Lord Jesus, you are the one who listens to us. You are the one who presences yourself with us through the power of your Spirit. And Father, as we come, as we try to understand and develop in our relationship with others, help us to be... See a sacrificial image of one of humility, of serving other people, instead of making it about ourselves. Jesus, help us to be present with people physically, not just talking on social media. Help us to really practice some of the skills that we've done, not to be distracted by the things around us, even some of the inner voices that we hear in ourselves, um, even just some of the things that would want to take us away from just being present with that other person. So help us, Jesus, as we continue this journey. May it become more comfortable for us. May we become more aware of what's happening around us, aware of other people, aware of those people who may be feeling lonely or by themselves, maybe aware of those people we might not feel particularly connected to, but we can serve them and just be present for them. So Jesus, guide us to those people over this week. Help us to be aware of others instead of just focus on ourselves. And we pray in the name of Jesus. Well, enjoy the rest of your time.